Hello and welcome to Dealcast. I'm Juliana Needham. Today we're discussing a potential IPO of Aston Martin. The luxury British car maker is reportedly going to list later this year. I'm joined by Kat Van Hoof, Deputy Editor in the ECM team, and by reporter Sweater Gopinath, who have both recently written about the company. Now firstly, Kat, let's have a look at the valuation. Can you explain what the owners of the company are hoping to achieve and how that valuation is being compared to Ferrari? I think it's important to look at the owners, Invest Industrial and Investment DAR, um, private equity fund and a group of Kuwaiti investors. Um, so they, you know, they have an idea about what the company is worth. Um, they've it's reportedly four to five billion pounds, um, but then the market might have a bit of a different idea. Um, in terms of comparables, it isn't the easiest story. We have uh, only one real um, luxury car maker that's listed, as you say, Ferrari. It's a little bit of a different beast. It's listed in the US. Sometimes the multiples are a bit different over there. It's also quite a large operation, much bigger in some ways than Aston Martin, certainly in terms of profit. Um, it's about three million for Aston Martin uh, against 200 million uh, for the first quarter of this year um, in euros for Ferrari. And then on the other hand, you have sort of high-end car makers such as BMW, Daimler, and they're trading at quite different multiples. I think Ferrari's at about 24 times EBITDA and looking at BMW, Daimler, it's like eight to nine times. So in that big chasm, it's, that's the challenge to sort of say where Aston Martin falls in here. I think we're closer to Ferrari for sure, but I think we might end up at the lower end of the owner's sort of uh, hopes for 3.5 to £4 billion, pounds, I think. And Ferrari's been a big success story since it listed two years ago, hasn't it? Uh, it's been a massive success story. It's definitely ridden the luxury um, surge as well that we've seen in the luxury sector. Um, and it's, it's, uh, it's got the best margins of any company in, in the sector. So it's certainly seen as one of the better investments. And Sweater, you've been speaking to investors about this. What do they make of the valuation and the comparison to Ferrari? Investors are sort of divided about the Ferrari comparison. Uh, the debate, like Kat said, is if it's comparable to Ferrari or to other luxury car makers which trade at lower multiples. Um, the big difference between Aston Martin and Ferrari is that Aston Martin's turnaround story is relatively young. Um, the company is doing well and has done much better for much longer than expected, according to investors, but it's still an unproven turnaround story as compared to Ferrari's. Aston Martin's production is also much smaller than that of Ferrari's. Aston Martin um, makes about 5,000 cars, or rather made about 5,000 cars in 2017, uh, compared to about 8,000 uh, for Ferrari. Uh, still, it's, it's good volume, and this is a good product cycle, so it's a good time for Aston Martin to come to market, according to investors. And have any of the investors you've spoken to had initial meetings with Aston Martin or its advisors? Yes, we're hearing that Aston Martin was recently in early look meetings with investors uh, for a potential September listing. Um, it's the first time UK investors had an opportunity uh, to look at the company's financials up close. Um, and we've also heard that the company's in fact been in meetings for about two to three years now. Um, these are soft pitch meetings, sort of um, the company meeting potential investors at conferences and so on. And a question to both of you, how likely is it the IPO will go ahead? Advisors have been appointed according to reports, but there's the threat of Brexit looming over British manufacturing. 
Well, I think the fact that um, we have global coordinators rumoured to be um, uh, attached to the IPO, but also book runners, sort of second tier banks, is a strong indication that at least they are targeting the sort of post-summer window potentially. Um, and as for the Brexit impact, um, I don't think it's much of an impact at all because Aston Martin's consumer base is unlikely to be affected by a regional event like that. Um, the type of people that buy these cars, their wealth, tends to be international, uh, they're unlikely to be affected by a micro event like this. And one last question for you, Kat. Looking at the equity capital markets more broadly in Europe, for car makers and automotive component manufacturers, there's a lot of potential activity on the horizon. Can you tell us a bit more about that? Absolutely. Uh, it's definitely a hot spot in the equity capital markets at the moment. Uh, we've got all sorts of rumoured uh, transactions coming up. We've got uh, Continental's powertrain potentially being listed. We've got uh, Volkswagen and Daimler looking at spin-offs and IPOs. Um, we've also got a really big one coming up in Volvo cars. It really looks like uh, it could still happen this year. It's a massive listing, might even trump health and ears uh, for size. But uh, the owners might be looking, Geely might be looking at just the Hong Kong listing in order to get the valuation that they want. Um, they might not be getting the same sort of multiples in Sweden, but then who can see Volvo cars listed anywhere but Sweden? Um, then there's also Knorrbremse in uh, Germany, the brake maker, which lots of people will be looking at, but there's still quite a bit of a question mark over whether this IPO is even still going ahead. It's not all plain sailing. However, in France, we've had a few trying to go ahead, but then failed to make it to the end. Autodis and Novaris, I think, failed a couple times. So I don't think the way is clear for everyone to, to list, but we will definitely see more coming out of the automotive sector. Great. Thanks, Kat. Thanks, Sweater, and thank you for listening.